Hello. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Advocates Notes, where we explore the interesting intersection between law and life. And here is your host, Kevin. Hello again. My name is Kevin, and I'm a lawyer from Malaysia. I'm happy to have you join me on Advocates Notes. This is the second episode, and I'm happy that you have joined us for today's episode. So today, I would like to talk to you about a legal maxim. And this legal maxim is called ex terpi, causa non aritur actu. In short, you can call it ex terpi. But in the full form is ex terpi causa non aritur actu. Now let's start with legal maxims. What is a legal maxim? A legal maxim is a position of law that has been crystallized after years and years of court decisions. Now this comes to a kind of principle that the courts have decided to follow. So when you learn legal maxims, you are in fact learning the law. Coming to today's topic, well we start with our first legal maxim. Hopefully we'll be able to cover more legal maxims in the future, but today we are going to cover the legal maxim ex terpi causa non oritur actu. And it is a Latin phrase that means no action can arise from an illegal or immoral act. In simple terms, it prevents a person from seeking legal relief or damages if their claim arises from their own illegal or immoral conduct. Now you might be wondering, how does this affect me in my everyday life? Okay, so you have to imagine this. Say you and a friend of yours decide to do something illegal. But in the process, you end up getting hurt because of your friend's negligence. Can you then sue your friend for damages? So according to the maxim, ex terpi causa non oritur actu, you would not be able to claim any compensation because your injury comes from an illegal act that you are both involved in. So what does this mean? Do wrongdoers have rights in court against other wrongdoers? In general, the maxim ex terpi causa non oritur actu is intended to prevent wrongdoers from benefiting from their own illegal or immoral actions. However, there are exceptions to this principle and the application of the maxim can be highly fact-specific. What about the case of the pot calling the kettle black? Well, the court's view is clear. If a plaintiff's claim arises from their own illegal or immoral conduct, the court will not lend its aid to enforce such a claim. In other words, the court will not assist a person who founds their cause of action upon an illegal or immoral act. So in summary, the maxim ex terpi causa non oritur actio serves as a reminder that one cannot seek legal relief 
if their claim arises from their own illegal or immoral conduct. While there are exceptions to this principle, it reflects the fundamental legal principle that a person should not be allowed to benefit from their own wrongdoing. So the next time, if you are tempted to engage in any shady business, remember this wise old maxim. This legal maxim finds its origins in English law. In 1775, the case of Holman and Johnson marked a significant moment in English contract law, introducing the principle of ex terpi causa, non orito actio. The case involved a claimant from Dunkirk who sold tea to the defendant, knowing it was intended to be smuggled into England. The defendant refused to pay arguing that the contract was unlawful. However, the court, led by Lord Mansfield, Chief Justice, held that the agreement could be enforced because the seller had not committed any unlawful act. Lord Mansfield emphasized that the principle of public policy dictates that no court will assist a plaintiff who founds their cause of action upon an immoral or illegal act. He said, The objection that a contract is immoral or illegal, as between plaintiff and defendant, sounds at all times very ill in the mouth of the defendant. It is not for his sake, however, that the objection is ever allowed, but it is founded in general principles of policy, which the defendant has the advantage of contrary to the real justice as between him and the plaintiff by accident, if I may say so. The principle of public policy is this, ex dolo malo, non oritor actio. No court will lend its aid to a man who founds his cause of action upon an immoral or an illegal act. If from the plaintiff's own standing or otherwise, the cause of action appears to arise ex terpi causa, or the transgression of a positive law of this country, there the court says he has no right to be assisted. It is upon that ground the court goes, not for the sake of the defendant, but because they will not lend their aid to such a plaintiff. So if the plaintiff and defendant were to change sides, and the defendant was to bring his action against the plaintiff, the latter would then have the advantage of it, for where both were equally at fault, potior as conditio defendantis. The question, therefore, is whether, in this case, the plaintiff's demand is founded upon the ground of any immoral act or contract, or upon the ground of his being guilty of anything 
which is prohibited by a positive law of this country. This case established the foundational principle that a plaintiff cannot seek legal relief if their claim arises from their own illegal or immoral conduct, laying the groundwork for the maxim ex terpicosa non oritor actio in English law. With that, I would like to thank you for listening into our podcast. Uh, do join us next time. Thank you. Thank you very much for joining us on our podcast. Join us again next time as we explore the intersection of law and life.